<laughs> Wait, what? what are you laughing at? Just like you, you're so frustrated and it's awesome because it's like enthusiasm because you want to get it right. But at the same time, it's just conversation. So it's like there's no right or wrong, you know, unless it's just yeah, like no, random words. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm frustrated. I just um, everything that I do, I like to do professionally and as professional as I can. So you know what I'm saying? I know it's just conversation. If it wasn't for this podcast, everything else is very professional besides me taking a phone call for my mom in the middle. (laughs) God, I swear moms always know when you're in the middle of something. Every time. So I recorded, right? Like, well, no. So like I was trying to figure out weekend plans because I couldn't, I didn't know if I was supposed to go down there or she was coming up here. And I had called her after work and she didn't answer. I was like, watch, I'm going to be talking to Silas A and she's going to call. <laughs> sure enough, 15 minutes into the conversation. Yeah. God, my, my mom does that too. All right. My That's phone's funny. on silent. I'll flip it over. Can't look at it. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So we're already recording. I'm definitely putting in that conversation about moms. And <laughs> I thought <laughs> oh, you would. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I guess it's appropriate because most of my Twitch streams are like, hey guys, my mom's calling. Should I answer? And everyone's like, yeah. (laughs) You should bring your mom on Twitch streams one time. See, I would love to do that, except she's something like 600 miles away. Oh. Yeah. You should take a road (laughs) trip. God, she would be a hoot on the stream too. She's so goofy. Got my dad too. Oh man, maybe I should just give both my parents on stream. Maybe should they should just start their own stream, and then you guys can have like your own little Twitch team. You know, I ah, was actually so ah. hyped. I was so hyped about streaming that I actually told my mom about it and almost convinced her to do like a just chatting stream. Man, imagine all the weirdos she'd get <laughs> in her stream. <laughs> she would be like, "What is?" Does, does, hold on, before I say this, does she keep up with the times? Like, does she understand, like, modern memes and stuff? Oh, dear God, no. So she'd be like, what is yeet? <laughs> she would be what so type of confused. food is yeet? What am I, I eating? Is that a new way to eat? Yeah, yeet. <laughs> That's why they sound so similar. <laughs> no, All right, she, guys. Didn't, she didn't end up doing it. Anyway. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Unconventional Geek. Today we have the amazing artist Silas Say here. I did say that right, right? You know, it's funny. The first thing I was going to say is you absolutely said it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, today we're going to be talking about art and like her community and like the way that she started and break i know that she had one there somewhere um just you know normal things around here and having that conversation like always but first let's hear a word from our sponsors if we have any today we have silas say here let's uh talk about her her new little promo that she's doing for gene quest uh so i am running a 24-hour live stream over on twitch and we're basically going to be spending the entire 24 hours painting everybody's characters. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun. Every single one of our 24 hour streams has been insanely fun. And maybe, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think that everyone who stops in really has a good time and you can also have a chance at seeing your character painted. So I feel like there's really no 
there's really no loss here to come visit. <laughs> Am I right, Carbs? You can attest to my 24-hour streams. They're they're very fun. I actually <laughs> tried to stay up for the last one, and I think I, I stayed up for all but six hours of it. <laughs> you did pretty good. I got to say, you did better than most. And there's certainly no, no requirement to stay the whole time, but I got to say I'm impressed when people give it a shot. So that's June 14th? Right. Sorry, yeah, that's it's June 14th at 10 p.m. That's a Friday, by the 10 way. 10 p.m. We normally Eastern time. Also, there'll be giveaways from what I heard, right? Uh, you have giveaways every hour. We're giving away, like, uh, commission discounts, prints, sketches, and gumroad discounts. We're also um, currently, this. so this giveaway is lasting the entire month, but I'm also giving away a tablet to an artist in need. Uh, so if you're interested in something like that, you can also check out my Twitter, um, twitter.com slash Silas A and, uh, the, that's where the giveaway is happening. So that's not, that one in particular is not happening on Twitch, but it is part of June quest. If you guys are interested. I'm going to, I'm going to reel this in. And this is the beautiful thing about this podcast, but like you guys know, we have Silas A here from the intro. We took a little break and now we're just coming back. So it's kind of weird that I'm even taking a break. But yeah, you guys, you guys get the weirdness all the time. Anyways, Silas Say, how did you get started into art and what led it to become streaming? Uh, so I started doing art in 2016 when a friend of mine basically, I don't want to say convinced me to do it, but I kind of had lost all hope when I was a teenager and, you know, from my parents and my counselors and my teachers telling me that art isn't a job and I'm not going to make any money. Uh, so that's after being told that for probably, gosh, 10 years of my life, I was like, okay, I guess it's probably true. So I stopped art completely until I met this friend and this friend suggested that I get back into it. And since 2016, I've been continuing with art and I, I actually started streaming on it was two years ago so in it was in 2017 and it was really great in the beginning but i don't think i was ready for it you know twitch can be kind of overwhelming mm -hmm. especially at the growth that i've been seeing lately um Very. so back then i uh and we also got back to traveling so we took a little bit of a break from twitch and then when i came back it was <clears throat> excuse me it was like this renewed love for the platform <laughs> and yeah i mean it's been really wonderful since i've been back but i think that art is kind of still in its infancy on twitch so i think i've come back at a really good time and i'm really excited to see where it takes me and not only that but to grow my art alongside the community which is really really exciting and i mean not only that like you're a really good artist um it, you oh, don't shucks. do you, well like so a lot of artists that i see on twitch and maybe it's just who i followed towards the beginning of you know me like watching art on twitch uh, were mostly like emote commission type artists or like chibi type artists so like for me to see like digital painting especially on twitch like i I've, obviously i'm starting to see more and more now but to see like the the level that you're at like i aspire to be like you and like prestige and like some other artists that i have on twitch just like in, in my form of digital painting because i know that like line art is probably where i'm decent at i'm not gonna right. say good because i still have issues with basic anatomy and that's not even line art so besides that <laughs> but you know 
Like you're getting um, there. You're working on it. Yeah. So I mean, I so I've been what in your community for the past four, two, three. I don't, I don't know, some odd months, and uh, I think it's we're going on four. Yeah. It's been insane to watch you grow from just like averaging like I think it was twenty viewers to like then fifty to a hundred. And then, yeah. like, recently you just broke 100 and you just broke 200. And that yeah. must feel Yeah, well, thanks insane. to Dave. <laughs> yeah, I can't I take mean, credit for that one. <laughs> but, but isn't that kind of, like, how we always, like, progress on Twitch is, like, you, you get hosts from other people with inside of your own genre or, you know. Oh, yeah. Every, it's either that I, or I you've done a crap you, ton of marketing. <laughs> I don't think uh, you can make it on Twitch without the friendships, you know? Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the digital painting because I think I said Twitch, uh, the art category is still kind of in its infancy, but I think that really it's the, the professional painters that haven't really shown their face yet on Twitch. And I think that's, that's kind of why I've had this opportunity. And, but not only that, I think it's very important to always be progressing your content. And that's something I spend a lot of time doing off Twitch. So you guys see kind of the, the final result when I get, when I go live, you know, um, cause I can't, I can't sketch on stream. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I just get too distracted or, or what, but I also feel like if I start my sketch on stream and everything's a mess and I don't know what I'm doing, there's, uh, I don't know if a lot of people's uh, brains work like this, but there's not a lot of opportunity for growth in that stage. Though I'm always trying to be one step ahead, you know? So, so you do most of your sketching off stream. Like, so when I stream, I, I, as you've seen, I've, I sketch on stream. I basically like, I'll start a whole new project on stream and I'll, but there's also that frustration stage. I don't know if most people have this, but like I do for sure, especially when sketching. It's like you start a sketch and you're like, I'm just not, I'm not having this at all. Oh yeah. Um, oh God. <laughs> I hate showing that on stream. <laughs> well, like I got frustrated the other day. I, I just like, I was like trying to sketch and I just couldn't for the life of me get a line straight. I couldn't get a curve. Right. And I was just like, I, I don't know what to do guys. I'm just going to sit here and draw circles. I think, I think that's a really good, um, a really good reason to take some time to prep off stream because I definitely go through that every time I sketch something and I, people say that I make it look easy, but that's why I don't sketch on stream because I go through that exact phrase or sorry, that exact like routine, my brain every time I'm working. And so when I show that on stream, it's very hard to kind of keep my upbeat and happy attitude not that it like makes me sad or or angry or anything but like it's an emotion and it's it's another thing that's kind of difficult to balance on the stream as well when i'm trying to not only create something talk to everybody and try to pay attention to both of those things without completely failing which i usually fail anyway so <laughs> but yeah so i definitely if that's something that you kind of struggle with while you're live, I would say spend some time off stream and absolutely prepare your sketches first. I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, you, but you definitely get a lot of distractions during stream. Like uh, <laughs> I, I'm sitting there in chat, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure this is no longer an art stream. Five seconds into her starting to stream. <laughs> like I don't even give her the benefit of the doubt anymore. It's just kind of like, yep. 
this just got derailed for a good 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, I think it's kind of a draw too, though, because if you if you look at some of the people who come in, a lot of folks have said, you know, they've come for the art, but they stay for the community. They stay for me. And I think that art is kind of the gateway is kind of the gateway into getting people to come. And while of course I definitely try to paint and, and do my best while on stream, I think um, really what they love is hanging out. And I think that's really cool. <laughs> and, and that's what I've noticed about the art genre in general um, on, on Twitch and is just like a lot of the communities first are wholesome for the most part. There are some toxic ones out there. Um, there there's also like a lot of it's like almost just chatting, especially if the artist gets distracted <laughs> very yeah. easily. It's um, like a safer a safer place to chat than yeah. just chatting. <laughs> just chatting has some really weird things on it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I you know, there... I'm... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but like it, it definitely. It's I, I've seen some very weird trolls on just chatting, almost as I if think... we were in the artifact category. Yeah, I think that's the scariest part is the trolls. And yeah, so I do my best to stay away from just chatting. It's technically art, <laughs> right? It's technically art. You're like, I'm talking. This is art, right? Not everybody can talk. <laughs> I am arting right now. You know, um, like 90% of people on Twitch don't already talk all the time. That's definitely art. I look, I go through some video game streams. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people who just sit there and play video games and don't even talk. You, like, I understand, really? you know, especially starting out, though, it's really hard to carry a conversation when it's just yourself, you know? Um, yeah. Not everybody has that skill. <laughs> and I think when I first started streaming, that was something I had a lot of trouble with, too. Although, on the other hand, the benefit of that was I got a whole lot of art done while I was streaming. But um, for someone who's playing a game, I think it's really hard to stand out from the crowd when you're playing a game and you're not interactive and you don't yeah. have any viewers, you know, it's, it's tough. Especially when you're not interactive and you're not like, even, even like making weird, not weird, but snarky comments or just making comments would do, would go so much further in the gaming category than just, you know, not talking. Um, that- I, I love watching a streamer comment at the game as if they're talking to the characters it's the best thing in the world <laughs> oh you mean like when i was playing a plague tale yes yes <laughs> so i i got frustrated with that game and there there's many reasons why and overall the graphics were great the story is probably fantastic but you know the the lack of direction from the game it it didn't feel like a storytelling game it was kind oh, of really? confusing so like in the beginning, it, it felt like it was, but I didn't get to see it all. Apparently, so like towards the end, we kind of like felt like we were missing part of the story, right? And so me and my stepsister, we go back and we, or we didn't go back. She she read a bunch of reviews because she was also writing a review, so she wanted to make sure she didn't miss anything or you know like see if there was anything she needed to go back and replay. And apparently, you had to go looking for certain things in order to fill more of the story. And nowhere yeah. in the game did it tell us that we were supposed to go exploring to find more of the game. It just felt like we had to push through it to get the story, you know? And I think also that, might be, that might be a preferred sort of gameplay. Because I know some people who really like that, but then other people are like, why can't you just give it to me? You know what I mean? Well, like, 
I would have been fine if somewhere along the line it was like find secret items or like go exploring to find more of the story. You know, like yeah, yeah. It just felt very. But that one character was Hugo. Hugo the little. That's a bitch. that's a bummer because it was a really gorgeous <laughs> game, and I feel like it had potential to. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad game, and I don't think you are either, but. It was so, it was just so beautiful that I had expectations, you know. <laughs> it it was a amazing gra- graphic, like the lighting in the game was perfect, the the hair physics eh, not so much, but the overall <laughs> game <laughs> was really gorgeous and really good. Um, where were we talking about this? We were talking about communities. And art. Yes, while we went off. <laughs> and um, so not only do you have you know the wholesome communities the the just chatting part of the art but really so i want to talk about how your community is very wholesome and i want to know how like was this a pure luck or do you just always have wholesome friends around you is this like some sill magic that's going on here oh man carves this is like a deep question i'm actually it's funny you ask this i don't know if i'll go too into it um the wholesome community is it's kind of what I've always wanted it to be. When I first started streaming, um, it was a little bit different. And to answer your question, I haven't always had wholesome people around me. And it was, uh, that's kind of why I stopped Twitch the first time. Um, you know, I didn't feel mm-hmm. like, I didn't feel like where I was, maybe at, both as a person and the people I associated with were, um, in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I think having that time away was was good, even though, you know, the, some of the time away was kind of rough for me mentally. Mm-hmm. But then once I came back, uh, I, I think I had figured some things out and the wholesomeness just sort of, uh, it was all there this time, you know? And so many people have been saying it as they come in that you attract the kind of person that that you want by being that person and i think maybe that's all it needed and so i just try to give my my best i don't want to say like 100 my best all the time because nobody can be happy or perfect all the time but i always want people to know that when they come into the community they are welcome and they are safe and this is a place for all types of creative individuals and i think maybe that's why it's become the community that it's become. A very wholesome community. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure everybody who joins your stream is basically a sub just from somebody else. Yeah. there's, There's a lot of very generous people in my stream and I'm so grateful because you know, it, it allows me to keep doing what I do. And I'm so happy with what I do now and meeting, you know, meeting people like you, Carbs, has been an absolute pleasure. So. So. What, what. The, the, the question entered my mind and then the words <laughs> just don't come out. Um, <laughs> Is the wholesomeness just so mind boggling? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just so confused. I, I, it just, it boggles my mind how some people <laughs> are just so wholesome. Um, you know, some days it does for me too. I I really never expected such a. I don't want to say never expected it, but damn, like they surprise me sometimes. And some of the nice things they say are just out of this world. Except the pineapple haters. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, you gotta have pineapple on your pizza. It's just a fact. And the internet went crazy. <laughs> yeah, then still breaks all of Twitch. <laughs> you know that person that raided you the other day? Tofu, whatever, Tofu Senshi. senshi I to think. Yeah, uh, Senshi or sen Sensei. I, I can't they, remember. Uh, they don't like pineapple on pizza, by the way. Um, oh, no. I know. No. They're really nice. They're yeah. really good artists. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but God, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought right now. Um, You're words, good. You're good. Where are the words? So while I try to figure out this one question, I do have another question. And what... What made you go traveling? What what provoked that or what, what sparked that inspiration and like what preparation did you have for that type of travel, I guess? So that actually goes back um, even further than my career in art. That My decision to travel came from meeting Karn. And for those of you who are listening who know him, Karno Atlas, uh, we met about three years ago, a little over three years ago. And uh, we became friends online, and his dream was always to travel the country in an RV. And when I heard that, I was like, dude, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Take me with you. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that, that was sort of a spontaneous decision that happened over the span of six months. And um, when that six months was over, we got together and we traveled the country. And it was really nothing related to art, but I think it was it got me very inspired. Traveling was very inspiring and going somewhere new almost every week was probably one of the most exciting things I've ever done. So I have to ask this question. Did you just hop in an RV with a stranger basically? <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So, so Karn and I, we spent Gosh, we spent months writing together. We, we met online and we wrote some stories together. And actually, the story we wrote was the basically the base of what my webcomic Chains had become. Chains isn't live right now, but um, it's kind of a back burner project that we've got going on. But that entire story was written with Karn. And so we wrote together for about six months, wrote an entire story. Is that insane or what? And then... Um, after that, we started to get to know each other just through like texts and, and stuff like that. And then, so another six months down the line, and that was, I had been spending time like at my parents' house and, and whatnot. So we'd been talking for probably like a year before, you know, I hopped in the yeah. RV and was like, Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't a complete stranger, but at the same time, um, we met first before we started traveling. So I was certain that he wasn't going to be some creepy, scary, you know, murderer. <laughs> he was real at murderer. least. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wasn't being like catfished or something. I'm pretty sure we were both worried that, you know, one or both of us was just like catfishing the crap out of each other. <laughs> so this is something that just kind of like popped into my mind because I was like, well, that's why I always Skype first like with people I meet online before like meeting them in person or you know like I do some social stalking light social stalking gosh I'm not that creepy no um <laughs> no but so Skyping is a great way but I'm starting to think about the future generation 
Skype might not work for the future generation, or like you know, video chatting might not work for the future generation because it's becoming so much easier for people to spoof video live that yeah. it, it's insane like what can be done with AI or just like you know a computer. So it's kind of creepy That's... to think in like ten years that video chatting first might not be a thing and meeting in public might be the only way to authenticate someone. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is a really scary truth. And there are I mean, it's funny that that you mentioned this because I've met a lot of friends online um, and not all of them have Skyped first. And I just was kind of like, hey, we're going to go do this. And I don't know. I've never really been uh, never really been afraid of meeting someone in person, but I've also never met them somewhere where I couldn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't ever meet someone somewhere private. That is just a big no-no. But yeah, I don't know. I've never, I think it's because I grew up with with the internet, right? And so mm -hmm. meeting meeting other people who also grew up with the internet, it just kind of feels like this is how people meet. And so it didn't feel weird or scary. Meanwhile, my, my mom was like, don't talk to strangers on the internet. <laughs> and you're over there like, you know, I'm going in an RV with one tomorrow. <laughs> Oh God, she about lost her mind. Let me tell you, <laughs> it was it was an event. But she's in in the end, you know. As I'm still here, breathing and talking to you. So Karn is not an axe murderer. In case anyone's wondering, no, that, I'm that not being held Mexico, hostage. That guy in that random town in Texas is though. Um, oh my God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, bringing up stream stuff on podcasts. Anyway. <laughs> For for context, for anyone listening, uh, one of the places we stopped was pretty much a ghost town, and there was somebody in our RV park who gave us a machete and told us that it would protect us from mountain lions in the desert. And then he went on his merry way, and we Just we got <laughs> we had to hide the thing because we were worried it was a murder weapon. <laughs> I would have just Long been like. Story short. I'm bringing this to the police. No. I know, right? Can we get some fingerprints on this? Maybe check for some blood, DNA. <laughs> so what, what are the plans for the future? And then we're going to talk about June Quest. So I, I want to get a little bit of future and then talk about June Quest because I think hearing your insights for the future and then June Quest would be a very good perspective of you overall. For your community and for your channel and for your art yeah absolutely um so uh, most people it's funny because i i plan pretty much my entire day-to-day -day course of whatever i do um but then on the on the contrary i'm i often refer to myself when it comes to planning in the future as it's a problem for a future me <laughs> so i feel like i'm not a big planner um when it comes to the future and but I guess if I had to look a bit ahead and think about where I want to be I think there's a place for twitch in the future for sure and certainly art and I think that no matter what big project I take on um, I'm very excited for the journey and I'm very excited to keep improving my art and I know there's a lot of folks out there who who are you know, doing things with their art now and making art books and merchandise and, and all that. But I kind of want to get to the point where, you know, even my art blows me out of the water or like it just blows my mind, right? You know what I'm saying? And so I think my, in the next five years, 
let's say five years because I think oh, that's an attainable years? goal. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> here I am saying, I don't know, future. No. I, I, I'm th- over here like, you know, one or two years and you're over here like <laughs> five years from now, I'm going to be a billionaire. No, I'm just kidding. We'll see. We'll see in five years, I'll have been doing art for eight years and all I can imagine is, I mean, I've, I feel, maybe I'm tooting my own horn, but I feel like my art has grown very, very quickly. And mm-hmm. so to think where it could be in the next five years is the most exciting thing ever. I'm smiling now as I'm thinking about it because I think it's going to be such an adventure to get there. Um, I'm, I'm expecting to see you like as a co-writer and art director on like some big animation that you created and you know you're gonna be like with pixar and stuff no i'm just kidding i, I have no clue but <laughs> no you're gonna be a failure no, <laughs> whoa <laughs> wasn't gonna no. say that but i'm glad someone no i'm just kidding <laughs> i think um it's interesting because i think that's a lot of people's dreams but when i look to the future i just see me and my art and everything's exactly the same as it is except I'm still painting and my paintings are getting a little bit better and we're all still having a blast on Twitch. I I really think I'm living my dream right now. Like in this moment, exactly. I'm 100% where I want to be. Do you see yourself going to any cons in the future or, you know, like anything like that to like sell your art or to like... Um, I think I it's guess. a possibility for sure. It was something that Karn and I talked about when we when we were traveling last year as well. And we learned that there's a lot of prep to go into it. And I, I wasn't ready. Mentally, I wasn't ready. Um, so that's certainly something to knock off my bucket list. But I can't say how soon we'll do something like that. I, I will say, though, that we will definitely be visiting more conventions, not, you know, not behind a booth, just going and seeing how things go. And getting to know the community and things like that. But I have really no future date on, on when that sort of thing's gonna happen. Just make sure you take a lot of vitamin C. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I got sick the last time we went to a convention. <laughs> it's I, funny you bring that up. I, I have a strong immune system and even like sometimes after like a really big con or something and I'm not like washing my hands every hour or something like that, I like, I. I'm a person that generally like keeps my hands away from my face. It like it's something that my dad taught me, but I still have like a tendency to like bite my nails and stuff, which is a really bad habit at cons. Yeah. So Oh yeah, too many people. <laughs> yeah. <touching> everything. <laughs> so I just I just like, you know, like I when I'm at a con I remind myself not to bite my nails and to always wash my hands, like no matter what. Like if I just go to the restroom to like, you know, like use a paper towel or something, I'm like, wash my hands. Like <laughs> I'm like That's good though. And anytime I see hand sanitizer, but uh, oh con, yeah, those little like those a, little mobile ones they have where you stick your hand under those are the I best. It was just that dream hack, and they did not have enough of those. I was very. <gasps> are upset. you kidding me? There's I just think, too many people not to have one on every corner. I think if I ever ever have a booth at a convention, I think I'm just gonna have like one of those giant like pump ones, or like an <laughs> automatic like dispense an, one. Before you touch my stuff, please sanitize yes. your hands. <laughs> Please make sure you sanitize and then sanitize your arm afterwards, each one with a here's how you make Here's how you make money. You just charge 10 cents for every, like, sanitation pump. <laughs> and then if they the, want to, like, 
Sorry. What? Go ahead. Sorry. I was oh, going to say, just... forget like the merchandise. You know, <laughs> just It's all in the hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's all put like a discount, but by the time they've tried on like the different sizes and whatnot, <laughs> they've already spent like $10 in hand sanitizer. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. What is wrong with us? <sighs> you know, <laughs> you go to Comic-Con and you just get ripped off by everything apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> um, there you go. No, so... So tell us a little bit about JuneQuest and what it means and how it started and, you know, all the fun that comes with JuneQuest. So JuneQuest was kind of a happy accident when it began, one that I'm really glad that I stuck with. When, initially, when I started it, it was an event where this was back when I had almost no followers. I did the very first um, JuneQuest and... It was a, an event to kind of inspire other people to share art. It, w- it was a way of inspiring, a way of giving, and a way of being a part of the community. And so it was basically the same format. I took art requests uh, for the entire month, and it was a challenge to test my skills. And every, every year that I've done this, I've seen a sort of level up in my artwork. So it's always been a very... Um, I guess monumental part of my my journey. June is just I don't know. June is very inspiring for me. So um, yeah, and and we've always had a sort of reward. And the goal the very first year was to double my Patreon support. And as a reward, we would I believe we were doing a, a big giveaway. I can't remember if it was a tablet the first year, but I went from. I went from six patrons to 12 patrons the first year, and I was so ecstatic. You would not believe how excited I was. And on top of that, my art had become something else completely, and I was very, very excited and very proud of everything I'd done. And I felt that 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 small community I had built up was really cheering me on. So that was wonderful. And ever since then, it's kind of been the same sort of ordeal. So I challenged myself to paint as many requests as possible, and it's my way to give back to the community. And last year, I did the patron support again as my sort of goal while giving away a tablet. We didn't make it last year, unfortunately, but we had an amazing year. The art was wonderful, and I I even managed to make it through it uh, during an art block, which was (laughs) very challenging. You had an art block during June Plus? Yeah, yeah, that was... It was really rough. Um, I can't say really where it came from because mm-hmm. it was around the time where uh, I started traveling again and uh, I had stopped Twitch for a little bit while we were traveling. So I don't know. I think I felt like I was missing something. Some sort of spark was missing. But we made it through. Uh, we nearly hit the goal. I think we were short like 10, 10 patrons or something. But we, I ended up giving away an illustration anyway. And it was still a wonderful year. And this year actually is our very first year that we're we're doing June Quest kind of in combination, um, not only with all my social media or all my active social media, but also on Twitch. And it has been unreal to watch the support. I mean, uh, it this is <laughs> this is crazy. And I don't have any any goals or challenges this year in terms of like patron support or anything like that. But we've already almost doubled my my patrons this year and i didn't even ask this year and so i'm like i don't know i didn't think anything (laughs) like this was possible (laughs) 
you're over there just stunned at like everything that's happening and it it was quite funny because one stream you know you you break your 100 viewer mark and then the next it's 200 viewers broken and yeah like we were saying it's just like it's almost like creating friends in other communities and you know you go to other communities because you like their art or whatnot and but then they end up becoming friends and i think that's probably like the beauty behind twitch at least that's the way i look at it um yeah i love that about twitch i think that's what keeps a lot of people coming back is those friendships that you make and they're so strong for being over the internet you know yeah i mean that that's like when people say like internet friends aren't real i feel like that's an old term now like i feel like that's not a thing people say anymore you know no because no. because you know it's quite common for people to have friends over the internet between like xbox and and like playstation consoles and everything else now yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty normal. I think it's it's a certainly a part of our social society now is meeting people on the internet. And I think that's amazing, especially you can talk to anybody in the world. It's kind of scary, but at the same time you're like <laughs> uh, like I'm over here like, you know, Discord allows me to join like a whole bunch of different servers and everything's located in one spot and I'm over here thinking I remember when I was in like IRC chats and I had to go like specific websites just to get yeah. to them. And then like I'm or AIM and then like AIM, IMCQ yeah. or ICQ and oh gosh, I'm just oh, like getting man. nostalgic Those are the good right old now. days. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking back to, uh, to Neopets and like Yahoo chat rooms. Gaia, Neopets, Gaia, Yahoo. yeah. Oh gosh. I still I have that... my Gaia, but I just need to figure out my password. That's the thing. Oh man. I still have my Neopets passwords. I actually went on a frenzy trying to find my password way back in the day when I lost it. I I just had to get it back. <laughs> so I think what happened with mine is I went on a frenzy, found it, got it back, changed it, and oh, now no. I don't remember it. That's what happened to me too. And yeah, I'm, I I'm up... thinking about just creating a list and going down the list of like, okay. Oh my God, get out, that's what I did. <laughs> Well, it's That's also really like funny. one of those things, it would be cool to like give them away, like to people who are active or whatnot, because some of those things probably actually have like value nowadays. Yeah, of the <laughs> account, yeah. Because I had someone do that, like when they got rid of their Gaia, they gave me like an original like Devil's Tale and stuff. So it's like the original one. And I don't know what that means, but it's yeah, no, cool. it's a, it's <laughs> it's one of like the very first items that Gaia, not very first, but like when Gaia was in its early age, a lot of those items are very rare and very expensive in terms of currency gotcha for the site so you know just nerd things it's all it's all good <laughs> just nerd things i've been there don't worry we're on the same page <laughs> and then now i'm over here remembering like that gum like neopets where you're like in the gummy world or whatever it is gummy and, world like, is uh, it oh oh it's like jello it or whatever. i don't know yeah is it's it... probably like the games that was uh Gosh, it was some maze game with the building blocks or something. Oh, I can't remember. I, I'm over here reminiscing in my head and everybody. <laughs> That's I, fine. Like any, I'm pretty sure like my viewers are either too old to understand it or there's like three that understand it. And then like the rest are too young to even know what Neopets are. No, I'm just... <laughs> Man, how sad to be too young to know what Neopets is. Right? I mean, 
But you miss an, I mean, I guess you could still go play it, but it's not like it used to be at all. It's still live, which is very, it like looks the same too. Like, yeah. You, I, I went on there, I was like, wow, this feels outdated. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's comforting. Yeah, it's, like, it's like very nostalgic. There. Yeah. Now I want to go play. I'm about it. We'll just do that for like the next two hours on, yeah. on your podcast. <laughs> just play you me know, with it. Screw, screw talking. Screw, screw this podcast. Yeah, we're just like. <laughs> Furiously. <laughs> I don't even remember oh, if I, you needed funny. eggs for that game or what it was was the currency for that game. I'm over here oh, like. Oh, God. I don't know. You're, you're throwing me well, off now. Yeah, no, I'm like. Did, what did I have you to go collect? do some. <laughs> I have to go do some investigating now when we're done here to see which <laughs> game you're talking about because I'm sure it's still on there. So I'm over here with my, my Karn mug, by the way. I'm calling these Karn mugs. I'm going to just publish one that's called the Karn mug. It's just going to have <laughs> Karn's name all over it. I will say that when we opened that, the box with the mugs in it, mm -hmm. the, his eyes went wide just a little bit, <laughs> and I handed it to him, and he was like, these are perfect. <laughs> what, so what's funny is this mug is actually very generic, right? Um, yeah. It's a very generic mug. Um, for those who don't know, we're talking about the Unconventional Geek 15-ounce mug. Um, I went to NASA, like the one down here next to Houston. Um, I forget what that town's called. Anyways, I went to NASA. You can walk around, you know, and you get the tour and whatnot. But I got a mug from their thing. And they have the black version. Now, if mm -hmm. I could get an unconventional geek black version mug, I would be perfectly happy. <laughs> oh, damn, you should. That would look sleek with the red. Yeah. And also with those donuts. Mm, donuts. Oh, man. I thought it was so on brand for you to send me a shirt with donuts on it. I was <laughs> like, man, man, he really so, knows that I love food. <laughs> all right. So I, there's a couple things, by the way, guys. I'm about to just do a serious plug right here. For those who are listening, we have a 20% off coupon code for the for for June Quest in partnership with Sill. And it is what what did I call it? It was <laughs> I am not prepared for this. Oh dear. We can cut the you wanna want me to look really quick and we can cut Hold this on, part? I, I got it, I got it, I got it. Sill okay. June Quest 20. I knew the words that were in the coupon code. I just did not know which order they went in. So the coupon code go. is Sill S. Y L or S yeah S Y L June Quest twenty, and that will give you twenty percent off your complete order for the month of June. Also on June tenth, which is this upcoming Monday, so you guys it'll be Tuesday when this gets released, so you guys will have be able to access it. Um, <laughs> we uh. The donut shirt that we're talking about right now will be live and available to purchase. And that's what I was just about to tell you. This shirt is actually an experimental design, meaning I did not even see it before I sent it to you. I didn't oh, know what it really? was going to look like on the shirt besides like the mock-ups. And I was just like, please let those colors be correct. Please let those colors be correct. Because oh, I was yeah. so afraid. Awesome. No, but it looks really, really good. The shirt is a yellow shirt, very soft, very vibrant in color and there's a front and a back design and it looks phenomenal 
from the pictures I've seen from the other creators that I've sent it to. So I can definitely I, back it up that it's super soft. <laughs> I may or may not have worn it already. Don't worry, I'll have a clean version when we stream <laughs> the giveaway. You're like you're like walking to the desk and then you like spill your whole entire mug of coffee on it and you're like oh, darn no. it. <laughs> At least it'll be your mug and I can show it off and be like buy one now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like buy this ridiculous amount of coffee now. It's like yeah. you just have like coffee running down your shirt and you're just like, now I have to go change. <laughs> this is, carbs, this is how you sell things, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you like purposely spill it on yourself. You're just like, whoops, this is just way too much coffee for a mug. It's fine. There's a donut on the shirt. Coffee and donuts go great together. And I've actually thought about putting the donuts on the mug because I'm really liking the design. Oh man, I would love it. I'm actually thinking about doing some some mugs as well. I don't have any merchandise. Like all of my my viewers are coffee drinkers, right? Or tea drinkers. Right. So I'm thinking about doing the same thing. My problem is making the vector. Oof! I have no idea how to do any of that. Well, I guess I can hire someone. It's not like you don't know someone <clears throat> who who does vectors and things. I get. Oh well. Okay. Hey. Hey, Carlos. Yeah. You want a job? <laughs> You know, technically, so actually, Unconventional Geek is a sub-brand of Carbs Studio. Um, I don't know if you know this or if I've told you this story, but Carbs is actually my first, middle, and last name, and then the S stands for studio. Slash oh, possessive. actually, I feel like you might have told me this at one point, but I am the queen of forgetting things, so. Anyways, <laughs> first three letters, K-A-R, first three letters of my first name, Carlin. And then R is the second R is my middle initial, B is my last initial, and then the S is possessive in studio. So, for those who good. also didn't know like on the it. podcast, <laughs> <laughs> now we know. The more you know, I actually created it my senior year of high school. Like I got tired. I used to have a brand called Zilla Designs with all Z's. Man, even back in in high school, damn, you were yeah, really no, ahead I, of the game. I, I I knew I've always wanted to have like my own business and I knew it always I've always wanted it to be design but I knew that IT was where the money was at or was going yeah <laughs> so I like went to IT and hopped on that bandwagon it didn't hurt that I had the best of both worlds my parents were in IT and design like my dad has a basically the equivalent of a master's in graphic design and my stepmom has a uh, MBA or is it an MBA what uh, she has a master <laughs> MFA masters of fine art in um, illustration and then like my mom has actually I don't know what the exact degree my mom actually has I know it's a bachelor of something but she's in data for <laughs> IT stuff and then like my dad went into IT instead of art so like I've always been like very art inspired and and computer he, side so I got lucky you're kind of carrying the flag with the art and tech tech side of the family nope 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 I, I do nothing i tell people i do nothing so they never expect anything from me oh no come on and then i get to blow them away and be like i can do that no i'm just kidding um no i, <laughs> I guess it's better to to not let them down right <laughs> i i always lower expectations and that's kind of like my my joke but it's kind of like a sad truth and i've been trying to get away from that so like i've been like trying to step up to the plate more and get over my hump because like when I get into my hump I'm like 
it's almost like imposter syndrome. Have you ever had that yeah. where you're like, I can't do oh, that? Oh, God. Like, I, I feel like I'm experience, experiencing that right now more than I can even explain, especially with some of these, these bigger known artists who have sort of, we'll say, noticed me. And so it's hard. I don't know. I kind of, I've always looked up to them and I've looked up to them for a very long time. So for them to... I'm not going to say they're talking to me as an equal. They're they're still very much better than better than me. But um, oh my I gosh. guess just I guess just talking to me. You know you know what I mean because when you have um, when you have what what the heck am I going for here? You are Idols too humble. Are... You are way too. <laughs> Stop! No, I'm not. <laughs> your art is phenomenal. Like I showed like your art to people over the weekend at DreamHack because I opened up your stream while I was at DreamHack waiting for stuff to start and whatnot because we had to get there early for Caden uh, to start streaming. Um, she mm-hmm. was in the streamer's booth, so she she got there at like 9 or something like that, and everything doesn't start till 12. So me, her husband and I are just like sitting there like, now what? <laughs> but I, I hopped in your stream because I was like, oh, yeah, still streaming. So I hopped in and then like they're like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, it's just like this art streamer who I watch every day. Silas say. And then I was like and then they're like, oh, and then like I like went to your Instagram and showed them your Instagram. And they were like, wow, she's really good. Oh, it carves. You're showing off my so, stuff. I didn't even know. <laughs> I, I am a great supporter of people I, I believe in and almost everybody who's been on my show. I believe in almost everybody besides Shammy. Aww. You know what you did, Shammy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, oh, I kid. Sh- sh- <laughs> I, I, I kid. Shammy and I mod for Foxfire, so we uh, I, we just give each other a hard time. It's, it's oh, our... I got you. But anyways, you you. I think that the dedication that you show uh, is definitely evident. I mean, there's no other reason why we we asked you to come on the mod team. You've been working really really hard in my stream and i'm super excited yeah i'm excited too don't don't overuse the bin hammer (laughs) i'm not but that thor that thor gif is amazing it was funny because um i had been talking with karn about a few of the people i wanted to bring on and he was talking to you at the time and i looked at at your messages with him and you were just like okay but where's my hammer So, like, I, I, I actually opened it. his message, read it, and then, like, sat there for, like, a good, like, 30 minutes going, how to answer this? How to answer this? Like, and then I got <laughs> caught up in work, and then I was like, oh, I need to answer that. And then, like, I was like, let's look at some gifts real quick. Because he had mentioned something about Banhammer, and I was like, ooh, Banhammer. And I was looking for, like, an emote. I was looking for, like, um, in Caden's stream, we have like a Reinhardt like slamming down his uh, hammer down onto the ground for his scatter from Overwatch. Yeah. And I, I was like, where is that gif? Because I'm pretty sure it was like a universal gif, but I was looking for it. And then I saw the Thor one. And I was like, that's a perfect <laughs> gif. And before it I could was. even like post it, Karn had already, I was like, so where do we get the hammers from? He had posted <laughs> like a still frame version of that exact gif. And I was like, damn it, Karn. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, one step ahead with the gifts. He's always got Google open, like searching if God. I don't know, like he's just so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're we're happy to have you, and I think you're gonna you're gonna kick ass. And yeah, you 
you've been expanding at such a large rate and it's awesome to see like everybody like stepping up like the people who are and like just like people in the community how they chat and interact I like yeah. I, I want to go back to that wholesomeness and then we can go back to you talking about your sim your senpais noticing you because I actually <laughs> wanted to talk about that. but but your community is just so wholesome and like they just create conversation and they're so nice to each other and sometimes even yeah. too nice and then people freak out and it's 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 almost cute. I don't I don't know if um cuz cuz I feel like you know the the attention and the encouragement that I give people I think everyone is very deserving of that and I don't think the internet is full of so many trolls and mean-spirited people and I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of need for that space where everyone feels kind of welcome. And so once they find it, they, they dive in, you know, and then they want to also encourage the same thing. And it's been kind of a contagious experience. And I think we're going to see more of that. I think there's going to be a balancing act though, because the internet, I don't want to say was founded by trolls and mean spirited people, but it was definitely made popular by trolls and mean spirited people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to go and like find someone who hasn't seen some meme or something trolly, right? Right. It would be very hard to do. The yeah. wholesome memes are nice. Um, to go back to you and you saying you don't deserve or you, you just can't believe like the bigger artists are noticing you. First of all, your artwork's amazing. Just just know that. But, oh, <laughs> but you're sweet. You're you're almost like that person's it's like notice me senpai and then you're like oh god they notice me now what <laughs> you don't look at me now <laughs> you're like crap like that's what i thought almost immediately when you're like yeah all these people are noticing me that i've looked up to for years and like immediately in my head it's like when someone's like notice me and then like oh god wait <laughs> yeah now that they're here like i don't know how to act i think i think maybe that's where the imposter syndrome kind of comes from because everything has been happening so fast and especially it's just in the past week it's been insane and so my my initial reaction is just to be really really excited and i think sometimes that comes across as being you know amateurish or a little unprofessional but i yeah i'm not really sure how to handle everything and People I think that on the internet to be professional, I'm just letting you know that <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, see, I have, I understand nobody's perfect. I do. <laughs> and, but it's always, it's always my goal to kind of present myself in a, I say that this, that I want to present myself in a mature way. And then you go to my stream and it's like the complete opposite. <laughs> so and then never it's mind. like unicorn <laughs> penis. And you're just like <laughs> busting out laughing. I, at yeah, someone saying unicorn penis. Sorry, Hollow, I'm not trying to steal your joke, but you know, that was hilarious because I was not <laughs> expecting to ever read that in the chat. Like, no, I've been in some. Hollow. I've been in some. Yeah, it's, Hollow's like the most wholesome person. And then to see him say unicorn penis, oh my God, I, I about died. Um, I, I picture him saying it with a, just a deadpan, too, completely straight face, not even a smile. Oh, that would, he's that would be... smiling. What are you talking about? Like in his head, at least he's smiling because he's like, watch this. <laughs> oh, that, man. That's how hollow trolls. He like portrays himself as being super wholesome. And then he just like says the most absurd things. I swear. 
I think that's that's the good humor though, because he he kind of surprises everyone with his jokes, but then they come out and they're so good. And then the other times he's like kind of quiet and stewing them, right? <laughs> Just making <laughs> them like, better and better. <laughs> he's like, no, that wouldn't work. Let's let's think yeah. of another word. <laughs> I love Hollow. He's so wholesome too. I'm really glad that we brought him on the mod team as well because I think he knows the community probably better than anyone else. He he was here for you know, since the beginning, since I, I streamed the first time. So since the beginning of time, yeah, right. When the time started when you low. started streaming, that, that's when yeah. time started. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I am the beginning of time. That is so self-centered. <laughs> Conceited much. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> oh. you are a millennial. Oh my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Don't make me throw my avocado toast at you. Oh, God. I mean, that's a California thing, too, isn't it? Like, I mean, don't you, like, fit into both stereotypes there? Well, I guess that you're a millennial, too, aren't you? <laughs> you're like, wait a second. I need to turn yeah. this back around. I was like, hold on. I'm, we're very similar in age. You cannot get out of this one. You're definitely a millennial, too. I'm a millennial. This label, you're a what? what what's, I, no, I am a millennial. What's best is to talk to someone who's born in 1996 and then they're like, no, I'm a millennial too. I'm like, no, no, you're not. Just just remember, you're a centennial. You're the generation with Tide Pods. Who is them? <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm just like, yes. Like, I think that's my mean-spirited troll in me, kind of mean-spirited. <laughs> but at the same time, I try to counteract that with being wholesome at the same, I don't know. I think you're, you're pretty wholesome. You're wholesome with a twist. And I think that's what makes twist. it fun. Yeah, well, because I don't know, you've got... You've got your moments and your humor, you, but it's never, it's never actually mean spirited, you know. Are you calling me a bop it? I just randomly have my twist. <laughs> bop it, <laughs> twist it. I have not seen one of those games in a really long time. They updated it, if I'm not mistaken, and they added they? like different game modes to it. I got so confused when I picked up one last time. That's all I remember. Oh, I will say I used to be very good at plan is it, is it just called bop it is that like yeah the it's game? just bop it like that's I, that's the name of it oh well i was very good when i was a kid <laughs> we had one it like in the family room and we would have competitions and i always demolished everyone uh, we just had a like a nintendo 64 at my cousin's house and we would just challenge each other on that <laughs> yeah we're we're a very lame family Oh no no no! We <laughs> we got told to go outside most of the time. Like, oh no! I'm, I'm pretty sure I re like my summers are a lot different than especially kids nowadays. Like my summers, I remember getting told by my aunt that we have to go outside. Not even my aunt, my cousin, because they didn't want us in the house. Yep, my mom. So. My mom used to take my power cord to my PC and be like, "You need to get off the internet." Oh gosh! <laughs> when I was, I got. I was probably. 13, 14 years old. And she was like, why can't you play outside like your brother? <laughs> like my brother. Oh, yeah. what's, what's a sibling? I didn't have a sibling till I was 25, 22, 21. I don't know, somewhere around there. <laughs> oh. I got to the sibling game late, but. That's fine. They still count. They do, they do. And now we play games together and we, we stay inside together. <laughs> How wholesome. <laughs> so do you do you participate in like 
you didn't do Mermaid May, but do you usually participate in those types of things? Like where it's like, what is the next one? Ink October? Octo- Inktober? Oh, Inktober. I'm so excited. So I do once in a while. It usually depends on what my schedule permits. I was very busy at the beginning of this year, so I didn't do a ton. I'm really sad that I miss Mermaid because I love mermaids. Um, but yeah, I think the last one that I did was Inktober last year. And I didn't even have time to do it for the full month, but I think this year I'm going to give it a try because ink, um, aside from digital, ink is my other favorite medium. It's it's traditional, so it's a little different from what I normally do, but I absolutely love drawing in ink. There's something about the contrast and the simplicity of it that my brain just eats up. See, <laughs> I guess I'm that's the simplest way to put it. I'm still not even sure if I'm doing Inktober right because I always sketch. I'm not one of those people that can like just ink right away. See, I I usually do a pencil sketch and then draw over because I'm not either. I I do my ink sketches for fun. They're they're never um, a commission or anything like that. So I, it's not that I don't feel the need to practice, but to get to that skill level would take time away from my digital work, which is my professional uh, my profession. So I definitely I just do the same thing as you, pencil and then ink it. Yeah, I don't think I, there's anything wrong with that. I always have a. Fin- a issue like finishing up those challenge months because like I'll start I, I started pretty strong with Inca Inktober last year I got through like seven that's that's a good one for me <laughs> like, I think that's about where I got yeah <laughs> I generally I, I get up to like one or two and then I'm like uh, I don't have time for all this and then like I freeze up and don't do them but they like last year I think yeah. I did seven of them and I I was very proud of myself <laughs> it's hard because it you know, you go strong in the beginning. You're very inspired to do it and motivated because other people are doing it. But I definitely know the sort of the fall off that happens where you either burn out or you start looking at how many you have left to do and you go, oh, no. <laughs> and then you, like, you get intimidated. Or you like have to like travel or like, you know, go somewhere else or like go away from like yeah. where you're used to working. Yeah, just so like then... having responsibilities absolutely <laughs> totally gets in the way. You're like, I, what's taking out the dog? I just want to sketch. <laughs> yeah, you would not believe like how real that, that is some days. <laughs> you're like, Kane, can you go walk yourself, bud? Because I got stuff to do. <laughs> no, we take him out. Don't worry. <laughs> I was horrible at that. Like, I think this is going to sound really bad of me. Like, I loved my dogs when I had them, but I just didn't go out enough. Or when I did, it was very, it wasn't for long. So, like, I had a German Shepherd and a Shepherd Doodle, and one went with my ex. And so that left me with the German Shepherd, who, or just the Shepherd breed in general, has a lot of energy and needs a lot of exercise. Well me sitting and playing video games from the time I get home <laughs> to the time I go to <laughs> not bed really was not, yeah, no, it didn't work out. And only running on the weekends did not work out for this dog. And I felt bad. I, I loved the dog and I loved doing things with the dog, but I was like, Hey, you guys always wanted a German shepherd. And it was sad, but at the same time I was like, at least she's going to a better place and yeah. you know, just yeah. getting the exercise she needed because the, the dad was the one who like ran a lot. So, exercise. I don't, I don't think most people on stream actually know that I have a dog because I mostly just talk about the cat, but we do, we have a dog and we're very fortunate because Karn and I, this really needs to change, but we're sedentary people. 
And so the dog is also very sedentary. That was how he was when we rescued him. And so we're all just kind of really lazy together. <laughs> so he, he likes to go out, but he doesn't like to walk very long. He'll actually lay down in the grass and just quit. Like, we'll have to drag him home. <laughs> Your dog quits halfway? Wait, what? I mean, I mean, like, if he's tired, he'll just lay down in the grass and be like, I'm not moving. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's so stubborn. I don't know why. <laughs> so I, I, I think that is another thing. Like, do it's a little harder to show off a dog on stream unless they're t the tiny dogs. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you have a pit bull, don't you? Like, it's a, it's quite a big, bigger yeah, dog he's, than uh, a cat. Yeah, he's... 65 pounds he's a he's a horker <laughs> yeah you're not gonna pick him up and put him like no. in the camera be like look no. at my dog guys you're, all like, you would really see over. is like his his nose poking up into the camera and maybe like a tail wag but he doesn't he doesn't really come in my office very much uh only the cat does he kind of hangs out in karn's office i think the pets have picked their favorite humans <laughs> And I'm the cat's favorite, and the, the Karn is the dog's favorite. <laughs> what if the cat, what if the dog and cat actually like pick straws for each human? They're like, they're like, all right, we're gonna pick straws for this human, and then they like <laughs> pick the straws, and they're like, well, you get this human, and you get this human. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're they're buddies, so I wouldn't put it past them, honestly. No, now I'm just trying to picture, like, if the dog was actually just more afraid of, like, you doing all the crazy things you do in your room, like, bounce you on know, a he bouncing might be. ball and blow up balloons that cover the whole entire floor. The cat is actually very receptive to my energy, I've noticed. So many times before stream, uh, she gets hyper, just like I do. And I have to, I have to remove her from the room until I come... <laughs> because she'll get crazy just like me. But her form of crazy is, you know, messing with wires and attacking things. And so obviously that's why she can't be a part of stream in that moment. But yeah, she absolutely is receptive to my energy. And I'm sure the dog would be as well. The dog is just so low energy that I'm sure when I'm crazy, he's like, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, go away. You. <laughs> yeah, let me sleep. You're awful. <laughs> so... As an artist, what do you feel was like the hardest thing for you to learn um, dating back to when you started to even now as progressing? Oh, I get this question a lot. And the biggest thing, it's always lighting and color. Um, that's something I still spend a lot of time trying to improve on. And one, one sort of, I, I guess it's like a, a habit that I follow is any painting can be interesting as long as the lighting is interesting. And that's my little my little well-kept secret when it comes to doing art. Because I think that, you know, you can create anything, but when you drop dramatic lighting on it, that's when it becomes interesting. That's why you're and... so interested in A Plague's Tale, because all of that lighting is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Oh my God. It was they, stunning. They did a stunning yeah. yeah, they did a really good job with lighting in that game. And it, it's those subtle things too, just the way the light, you know, kind of trickles through the the dust in the air and how it pools in only one spot. I, I look at all those things. I don't know um, if other artists do this, but I'm always looking for those those interesting shapes or 
things that new, happen in the environment. I have a new challenge for you. It's called uh, let's find random boring objects to have still draw and create lighting on. <laughs> oh man, how fun would that be? It would definitely be we, like a life sort of challenge. We could we could call still it life in a long time. Well, which which month would go best with this? <laughs> Light timber. No, that doesn't sound right. I used to, I actually used to have challenges for every month when I oh, ran gosh. Star Call, but but that's that's back that's on the back burner right now as well. So, so I couldn't keep up with stuff every month. I am very curious about this uh, comic and or story, and you don't have to talk about it. But would you like to talk about your back project or the project that is on the back burner? Um, I can talk a little bit about it. I feel like it's been quite a long time uh, since I worked on it, so it might be a little bit rusty. But it was like I mentioned, it was a story that Karn and I wrote together. Uh, the story is completely fleshed out. It's just the art that needs to be done. Basically, the comic, right? The comic needs mm -hmm. to be done. Um, but it's a fantasy story about a woman who is seeking revenge. And I won't go into too much detail about who she wants revenge on. Okay. But she she hires uh, this half-orc sellsword to do her dirty work. And it's sort of like an, ad an adventure, fantasy adventure, um, intrigue sort of tale until, you know, they get to their sort of destination. I personally think it's a wonderful story, but <laughs> it might not be everyone's copy. It was live for a little while. I was doing um, updates every two, every two weeks or every week. But it was a lot of work, and no one tells you really how much work goes into a comic. I guess they probably do, but I didn't. I wasn't listening, <laughs> and and so I definitely bit off more than chew. And I think the only reason I I sort of took a break from it was because I felt like my skills weren't exactly where I needed them to be. And that wasn't me putting it off. That was me just making a realistic decision because I know a lot of artists say, you know, I can't do this now because. I'm not good enough, but I would always say, you know, tackle those dreams now rather than later. But that was a decision I made because it brought me um, a lot of stress. And I think it, it took a toll on the product, on the pages that I was creating. So I think it's better like this now just to take a break. Okay. So what made you get into writing, I guess? Like that's, that's interesting. So you, you stopped art because everybody told you, you know, you don't make money into it, but you were writing fan fiction or just comics or like, how, let, let's get into like some, um, some details here. Let's, let's hear some backstory. Yeah. It's actually, it's interesting. Art and writing kind of have always gone. I've been writing, um, not professionally. I've been, but I've been writing since I was 11 years old. I was very mm -hmm. young. Uh, I've always really loved it. And I've always wrote a stories. I've actually never wrote a fan fiction. Um, that's, it's just never really been my style, but I've written a ton of original stories, none that I've published, none that I've shared. Um, and I've done a lot of collaborative writing as well. And I always had a habit of, uh, I guess, doodling the characters and it became, I think that's probably where my love of character drawing comes from is that when I was younger, I would doodle the characters, uh, in my stories. And then now to be able to bring other artists' characters to life, whether they're in their stories or in their or wherever they come from, 
I think that's why it's it's such a passion for me because I spent my childhood doing that and the writing continued sort of like the art did it was an up and down like for a little while I, I was writing and then stop and then I'd write again and then I got back into writing when I met Karn as well so that was that was four years ago three four years ago uh, I haven't done any writing in a while though because I I took on a lot of commission work, commission writing, uh, to kind of sustain me while I studied art. Mm -hmm. So I, I was doing commission writing. I was personal training. I, I was still doing that, um, with some clients on the side. And then I was studying art all at the same time. And I think I just got burned out with writing. And I so I haven't done all burnt out on everything at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit, it was a pretty tough, I think I did that for before I started, um, I always, I go back to when I began Patreon as like my officially beginning um, of freelancing, but I did that probably for an entire year. Yeah, it was, I didn't have any breaks. It was rough. And I think maybe that's why now I'm able to sustain this um, level of consistency with my work because what I'm doing now is feels minimal compared to what I used to be doing, which I don't know if that's awful or what, but that's what my schedule looks like. <laughs> but yet you still go, man, I'm so burnt out. And you're like, I only have one project right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I mean, right now I finally have control over my, my schedule and my time. And it's a really wonderful feeling. And I definitely want to hang on to that. I don't want to, I don't want to face burnout again. It's a it, burnout's so scary. Burnout is rough because, and I'm I'm very aware of burnout because I I have this literally I, the book I'm holding in my hand right now is like a mixture of tasks and ideas, and it has ideas in here that I completely forgot about, and I'm over here going, oh, I could I could write that, I could totally do that again, and I'm like, no, no, you gotta focus. <laughs> like, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's hard. I, I, I I know that just that creative side is always working. So you're always like always trying to think of something next and you're always like, I want to do this and this and this and this. And so you like, you have to pace yourself and find out where your burnout is. Otherwise yeah, you the, do. The creativity part of the brain. Yeah. It feels like it never really turns off. So that can be a little exhausting, but I think the longer you do it, the more you you start to know when you get to that point, like today, um, you know, recording this um, podcast with you was the only thing on my list. Well, mostly the only thing, but because I felt uh, last night and, and this morning, I was like, I just can't, I can't force it today. I got to take a break. Um, Cause if you keep pushing through that, you not only will your work suffer, but you're going to suffer and nobody doesn't matter what anyone has ever said, suffering in art, it's just, you, you can't make your best work. But I mean, some people say you have to suffer in order to create art. I think. Do you agree with that? I think maybe there's a little bit of truth to that, but it also depends on your work. Here's, here's why I would say I mostly disagree with that. Because if you base your, your creations on only what you're feeling at the time, you're going to create, you know, you won't know when your next project's going to come. And 
I'm sure you know this, that on the internet, you have to be present and you have to be constantly, constantly go, go, go. And I think there's a balance to that, but yeah, if, if you're, I guess I'm looking at it from the perspective of the, some people say that you have to be sad to create good art or some other sort of emotion. And I've never, um, I've never really been emotional when working on my artwork. It's, I don't know, I might be unique in that, but maybe I'm wrong. I think it's for me, it's like, it's a project and I tackle it. And the emotion that goes into it is usually inspiration. And if that doesn't exist, then it's motivation. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I have the, I have this thing where it actually, I kind of like have the reverse of what most people say is when I'm feeling like when I, when I go through pain and whatnot, I generally don't want to create anything. I just kind of want to like sit and sulk. Yeah. Just feel the thing. Yeah. And then I'll take the time to like get over it and I'll slowly start picking things back up. And what I'm currently trying to do is figure out how to work through that because like you said, the internet moves very fast and trying to create a brand on top of having like a streaming career or not even a career, just like me streaming just because I was like, oh, look, now we can stream art because I have a a brand that I'm trying to create and I need to have art for, you know, this brand. So it's one of those things that I'm over here like constantly trying to do a business analytical side while being super creative and it's putting a giant toll. So then I get into these like wells of depression, not not really depression, but more just kind of like, kind of like, uh, now I have to figure out this and this and you get overwhelmed, burned out. I don't know if that's really depression. It's just burnout. I, I'm trying to figure out like a way to say it. I don't know. If- I think it, I think it's, that's absolutely what it is. It's sort of because you're at that point and you feel like you're not doing exactly what you, what you have in mind, then I think it yeah. does lead to feeling kind of, um, depression might be like a little intense, but it's certainly along that same line. Like you're feeling negative about what you're going through. And I think that's why I have taken so much to your community because it's very wholesome, very positive. And actually a couple of communities, like they're just very super positive attitude and ha- it's actually helped me like stay focused. So like, yeah. so like, Hey, that's center- cool. I'm on board with that. <laughs> centering yourself around just like groups of people, whether they're your friends close or not can help you stay more focused because like you can go into those groups and be like, I'm sad or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And just kind of like have a cheerful conversation versus, you know, like a life sucks type conversation. I don't know if you've ever heard that one song where it's like, today's wonderful. Too bad. It's going to die or whatever. And like the guy says, it in a robotic tone. Ah, gosh, I, it's a hilarious song. Like it's so funny because like one person's super cheery, but then like all of a sudden just the contradiction comes out. And it's like, I'm healthy and, or, or something like, you know, I'm cancer free. And then he's like, you can still get cancer. And then like, he's like, I'm healthy. And then he's like, healthy people still get cancer. And you're just like, holy crap, this is dark. And like, but it's like, it's those types of mindsets. Like keeping that positive side can keep you going through the toughest of days versus, you know, like always being negative. And I, I know that it's really hard to get through those negative days. 
but sometimes you do have to have those negative days too. Yeah. I think that it's really important as a creative individual to surround yourself with other creative people because there's definitely going to be the lull in your inspiration, but being surrounded by others who are seeking the same thing, I think that helps. That gives you, it's almost like everyone feeds on each other's energy and especially just in a creative environment. And to add to the creative environment, that wholesomeness and that encouraging face, it, it just breathes a really good uh, mindset, I think. Yes. Lots. Yeah. It, but it can be hard to find the right place, the, the place where you feel like you belong. And I, I understand that because I've, I've bounced around through communities as well. Yeah. And not everybody, everybody gets along, even if they share that sort yeah. of attitude. And, and also, it's also like not all wholesome is created equal in the sense like one person's wholesome might not be the right type of wholesome. Yeah, I guess. yeah, exactly. And I think going back to what you said about, you know, having those bad days, but still finding a way to work through them. Um, I've certainly had days, you know me, I never miss a stream, but there are absolutely days where I wake up and I, I ask myself, can I do this? I like, I don't feel like doing this today. It's, it might be a hard day, um, but show up, just show up and just do it because chances are when you get there, and you see everybody's everybody's face or text or whatever, if they're in your stream, if they're waiting for you and they're excited to be there with you. And that always, that always gives you a boost. So I'm showing glad. up. What? Sorry, Sorry go ahead. No. <laughs> I was just gonna say showing up, showing up is like a very important thing. Even if you can't do it, just all, just starting. Come and on, even if you do a little it. bit. Say it. Come on, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I was like, is she really about to just say, just do it? No, but for real. I mean, <laughs> it's such a, it's definitely a meme now, but there's so much truth to it that, you know, it's either you do it or you don't. And if you look at the result, I mean, if you don't do it, you have nothing to show. But if you show up for five minutes and 10 minutes, an hour, you have something to show. And at least you can you can say to yourself, I did it. And you won't beat yourself up because on that day, you did your very best. And that's more important than not doing it. You know what I mean? What, so What is that saying where it's like doing 10% is still 100% better than doing nothing? Or I don't know, something like that. There's some saying where it's yeah. sort of like that and I can never get it right. That's all I <laughs> My my latest motto uh, in my conversations with Citri has been uh, not zero. As long as I did more than zero, <laughs> then I did good. <laughs> I did good. I get a cookie. I can go home. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think that's a good mindset to have. It doesn't matter how much you do. Just just do it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I completely yeah. lost track of what I was gonna say too. Oh gosh. I don't, oh, here we go again. Ah, Words. shit, here we go again. <laughs> Is this meme central night? I guess so. I don't know. We're pulling in all the good. We're, we're just going to pull in all memes now, and today's going to come out, and then, like, you know, Elmo's going to come a, out. This is a meme podcast, so in case you yeah. guys didn't know. Oh, oh, question, <laughs> question. 
Yeah, go do for you, it. Do you eat your Pringles with or without the shell? The shell? Wait, wait, wait. My Pringles <laughs> with the shell? Hold on a minute. Are you trolling me right now? <laughs> it's It's a new meme. I don't know where it came from. But with or without the shell is a meme. And basically it started, I actually don't know where it started, but there's several variants going around. There's one like with like a McDonald's like Big Mac still in the cardboard box and like bites taken out of it, like cardboard box and everything. Ew, wait, so it's oh like, wait, I think you brought that up on stream or somebody did. No, I, I posted a tweet about it uh, under Unconventional Geek. I was like, do you eat your donuts with or without the shell? And then I made it a poll. What? what? That is so weird. I don't even understand. I guess that's the that's the point of some memes is to just be so mind boggling. It is so weird, but I was just like, all right, I have to do this. And right now, people seem to eat their donuts with the shell. <laughs> I am not sure what that means, but they eat it's, it with the shell. It's so weird out of context. Oh, wait, wait, it gets even better. I, I do have to read these because I want to I wanna know your reaction to some of the conversations that have gotten brought up about these. Okay, so, ready. all right. Donuts have shells? Only if you <laughs> harvest them wild. Farm donuts do not have shells. They're like seedless grapes. So then I put organic free range donuts. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and then someone was like, yeah, they're crustaceans, so technically they have exoskeletons. Oh. Oh. Well, We're yeah, getting like I, seafood friendly. Yeah, I didn't know. Donuts. And then someone was like, what if I want a jelly donut? And then they're like, if you want jelly Wait. donuts. Wait, then the, the jelly is already in a shell. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Well, they're saying, all, all the people who have answered this have said, if you want jelly donuts, you have to seed an immature donut with berries, like a seeded, like seeding an oyster for a pearl. I feel like your followers have some serious creative minds. <laughs> I just don't know what they were smoking before they, they came up with it. I know, right? Like they, oh dear. Someone was like, what about custard filled? I need those in my life. And then, I didn't know this, but are mules infertile? Like, are are mules infertile or something? Because apparently they are. They're like, it's a hybrid species. Infertile, infertile like mules, a crossbreed of a jelly donut with a long john. Most of the time you get strudel, but sometimes you get a custard field. filled. Yeah, Damn, words. you could start an entire thread on this. This is... That, I don't that even was know. the entire, that was the Twitter thread. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> I was like, happening? I just kind of like was like, dear God, like, you know, that like that, like uh, Pepe meme where they take off the glasses or whatever. And they're like, dear God, that's, <laughs> that's how I felt. right now. Yeah. Literally taking off my <laughs> squeezing the bridge of my nose like, oh, no, <laughs> you're like, what did I just hear? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't unhear this now. At least you didn't have to read it. Because reading it gets it way more ingrained into your head. <laughs> Man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious now about these individuals who came up with this stuff. I kind of feel like I need to continue this conversation with them. I, I, I think I, I need to like bring them on the podcast, like all of them, <laughs> and we just brainstorm this idea. Literally, the entire podcast is you talking about food with or without the shell, and see where they with take it. With or without it. the shell. Oh yeah. God. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. 
<laughs> you're like, hold on, I got I gotta go to the patent office. I'm like, why? You're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, there gotta, goes that podcast idea. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you're an hour ahead of me. I think the I think the patent office is closed right now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely closed. You have nothing to worry about as long as you patent it. That means I have to wake up an hour early. Mm. You go for it. Big oof. <laughs> yeah. you, you go for it. I'm not about that life. As it is, oh, some Saturdays, I'm like, I don't even want to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Oh, man. And then the fact that I have to stream Saturday morning. See, I love Saturdays, but also Saturday morning, I'm definitely just ready to stay in bed. Not that's ready why, to get out of bed. There you that's go. That's <laughs> why I made, like, all my weekend streams random. I'm like, weekends, eh, random. Honestly, I, I have so much catching up to do on my Twitch channel. It's not even funny, like... Oh, I'm pretty sure a lot of my Twitch channel still says that I play a lot of video games where I probably will only be playing video games on like Saturdays and Sundays if I do stream yeah. them. So. Man, take a day and just get it all done. I know sometimes it can feel overwhelming to have to do all that stuff, but it's make a list. so daunting. I know. You know, a, a list definitely helps and then you can turn it into a game. Every time you do something, you cross it off and it's fun. That's why what? I have a bullet journal. <laughs> What did you call it? You called it something. The Bujo. The Bujo. Oh my God. That, that name to me just sounds so funny. I don't know why. The Bujo. It's, it's really funny because I never thought I would call it a Bujo. There's a very specific type of community that calls it a Bujo. And I don't, I wouldn't classify myself community. So, but, so what is this community that you're calling it a very specific community? I think, I think people use the bullet journal. Well, on YouTube, anyway, the people I've seen who use the bullet journal are mostly uh, moms or uh -huh. uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like I fit in that scene. And then Bujo kind of solidified that, you know, it gave a name to that scene, I suppose. And I just felt like I didn't fit in. And I, I, now... yeah, I... sorry. No, it's fine. I just never thought I would call it a Bujo, but now I do. I kind of say reason, it ironically. <laughs> now I'm picturing you as a soccer mom that shows up to <laughs> soccer practice on Wednesdays with like one of those portable like wine, wine uh, cups. <laughs> like it's a wine cup inside of a Tarvis or Tarvis. And yeah, I just totally see you being that, that soccer mom for some reason. <laughs> Set aside the soccer mom part and I will take all of <laughs> Wait, so you're just going to show up to some random soccer practice on Wednesday? <laughs> no, man. Wednesday's stream. What are you talking about? <laughs> we that's, are where the, that's where I'm drinking the wine. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. I went to go check uh, for this wine that I thought I had, and I can't find it. And I'm like, dang, I must have drank it already. And it was a really oh, good man. bottle. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember what kind it was? No, but I could go back. It's from a winery in San Antonio. So, like, but it was just, like, one of those things that I thought I still had it because I was, like, I'm going to save that for, like, a very important, like, you know, like, time where I just want a glass of wine. Yeah. I I usually, I only drink one kind of wine normally. And then Sweet. everything else. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll try something else and be, like, nope. I forget what well, it's called. So, I have a whole entire case here of sweet wine basically from my ex you can have it no, I'm just oh man Send it i am my drinking way. it i am drinking it because <laughs> i paid for it oh my 
my god. Do you so you don't sweet? Do you like it a little more dry? I I like my wine nice and dry, but I also like weird things. So like I'm a person who drinks coffee black. I my very first type of beer that I would drink was a stout. Like <laughs> I was weird. I I didn't like all the, like the 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 light beers. I preferred all the dark beers and um yeah. Karn likes dark beer too. I think yeah. I think the flavor is a lot better. I think I've already established that the next time I'm in Virginia for a long period of time, I'm coming to y'all and um, we're having a D and D night with a bunch of beer. And <laughs> I love it. I'm about it. For us and Karn. Yeah. And then you, you're gonna have to figure out something else because you're not allowed to have beer. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I actually, I'll drink beer once in a while, but yeah, I definitely prefer wine. And although I what I really like is, is mixed drinks, but they mm. wreck me. They just destroy me. I can't handle my alcohol. You're like one drink. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I, here's my thing because it's, so I drink it fast and then my body is like <laughs> red alert. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I... I have a group of friends and we started playing like the reason why we're a group of friends is we played PlayStation together and we have a drink that's designed specifically after the competitive trials that's inside of destiny. And Hmm, our running joke was we would always be able to get like up to like three and then we'd like get flatted, like flattened by our opponent like just it would match us up with something completely and then we get flattened so one trip that we were all together we were like we'll create a drink that does that and let me huh. tell you this drink is so strong oh no three and you're on your ass i guarantee you that you're if you're not on your ass you're you're getting there it's a i'm sh- i'm sure it'll only take one for me what's in it by the way um hold on i'll pull up the drink actually i think i can just open it up on discord it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your version of a Long Island. <laughs> Basically, so four counts of silver rum, four counts of silver tequila, one count of bourbon, nine counts of Malibu, one oh count orange God. juice, six counts cranberry, and then each glass you top off with some Sprite for the right strength. <laughs> oh my God, that's like a death wish. Bars won't make it. So like, yeah, well, they they have imagine. like a three alcohol limit, and apparently because of that fourth <laughs> one, they just don't make it. Do you but, ever get sick from so many different kinds? I the only time I ever get like sick is if I just like flat out drink way too much sugary stuff. Yeah. So as long as I don't drink too much sugar, I'm perfectly fine. However, huh. if someone brings me vodka soaked watermelon after i tell myself i'm done i will start feeling sick oh man um, that sounds so good <laughs> so caden's <laughs> wedding we uh after the wedding we had a party and i like first of all you know those giant movie theater cups that you get they're like they're like the souvenir cups right yeah, they have, yeah. Like, the design on them well i have almost one full one of those so it's like basically half rum and coke drink that and then basically have another one oh, and no. then i'm like all right i need to stop <laughs> i need to slow down because it's still kind of early 
well, then I'm like, wow, I'm really hungry. I need to find food. And so we're in a barn, first of all. The, this barn uh, has like a pool table and we're like having a party at this nice house that we all rented. And it's pretty awesome. But then someone walks in with a watermelon. Caden actually walks in with a watermelon. I'm like, watermelon. And I just grab a piece and grab another piece. And I'm just like eating this as we're like playing beer pong and stuff. And <laughs> Oh, no. And it's soaked in vodka. It's soaked in vodka. And I'm just like, I don't feel too well. (laughs) (laughs) I pass out early. And apparently people take pictures with me all night. It it was a fun night, but still. Oh, my God. I'm just glad my friends did not draw stuff on me. Like, I'm glad I don't have those states of yeah, I feel like that is the number one reaction whenever your friend passes out is to draw on their face. That, that, that Usually the a one penis. Time. I didn't get blacked out drunk. I just like passed out. So it wasn't even like blackout. It was just like straight to pass out. Yeah. It was not fun. Well, it was fun. The next morning was a little rough, but. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I can imagine. God, the hangover must have been real. Thankfully, we had ibuprofen and Powerade and we just took two ibuprofen and I had like three Powerades after that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Tackled your day. Well, there you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> but by the way, if you didn't know, Pedialyte is a good way to get over hangover because basically, you know, you're missing a whole bunch of stuff between hydration and uh, electrolytes and stuff like that. So Pedialyte or 2-Ibuprofen and like Gatorade and Powerade, basically. I've always, I've always taken vitamins uh, the evening before I drink. That's mm-hmm. my way of uh, making sure I don't get super hungover. So you that just prep and, your body. And definitely be hydrated. What's that? I said, so you basically just prep your body to like make yeah. sure you can handle it. Yeah. Yep. So that way, like whatever, whatever leaves my body is hopefully just the excess vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed there, but I don't, I haven't drank like that in a very long time. Don't get the drunk, kids. Of... It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. No, I've, my tolerance has just gotten worse and worse over the years too. So. Now I'm feeling nostalgic. <laughs> I know, right? The good old times. I'm not even that old. No, <laughs> I don't know. The good times can still exist, right? Right? Yeah. You know, when, when we're like 31 and then we like wake up and we're like, what the hell did I do the next last night? <laughs> and it's like you had one beer and a half a glass of wine and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> I say this as I'm I'm staring at a bottle of wine here on my desk from Wednesday's stream. I mean, Thankfully, I didn't finish, finish it. it. <laughs> you, you have to finish it, so you can't just leave it there. I'll probably I'll probably drink it on Wednesday again. I can't I can't drink it on the other stream days because at 11 a.m. if I start drinking, that's just wrong. <laughs> I can't do no, it. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, was it was it in your? your discord someone's discord someone was like my roommate handed me a glass of water at uh, because i woke up they like woke up at 9 a.m and then like their roommate handed them a glass of water after oh yeah they took a chug and it was vodka was that on your discord it was yeah i think that was this morning actually (laughs) oh see things just like fly by me during the day today's been hectic i mean my discord has been moving pretty quickly so i totally don't expect you to keep up with literally everything but yeah that was i think that was this morning (laughs) oh gosh 
now now I'm getting old. I I've been at a high I've been at a high school for almost ten years. Next year will be ten years, and I'm oh, just man. like, where the hell did the time go? I think it'll be. Wait a minute. What year did you graduate? Ten. Ten years. So, okay, okay. So I graduated a year after. So yeah, I'm coming up on that too. Yeah. And they're all, like, everybody's, like, getting up in the Facebook, like, they're all, like, chatting up in the Facebook group, and they're like, you know, hi. <laughs> We're just like, I'm just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I, I probably will not go to my, my 10-year reunion because I have no fond memories of high school. <laughs> like, really? everything. I mean, I, I had friends that I really enjoyed spending time with, but none of them are my friends now due to just negative circumstances you, and you're removing the toxicity i'm going yep that. that's yeah. yeah so i don't even i don't even really use my personal facebook i even for my art um i don't use facebook a lot i'm kind of thinking about just getting off facebook i i thinking about it but a lot of traffic for like my brand comes from facebook right now mainly because i've done most mm. of the advertisement there so yeah what would you say your favorite social platform is? The two the two that I use the most are Twitter, Instagram, and I check Snapchat, but I don't use it. And yeah. then when I want to get lost inside of a social platform, I use TikTok. Just TikTok. because it's like scrolling through videos and like you just get sucked in. You'll like start have... on a Saturday morning and then your alarm for Monday <laughs> will go off and you're just like, where the hell did time go? Where does the weekend go? I've had so many people ask about TikTok lately and ask me if I have TikTok. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah, I but, don't know. It doesn't really, it's not really something that like fits what I do. But Quoting I I guess... Gary Vaynerchuk here, all social platform is potential for growth. So you should never rule it out. But I suppose that's true. The the. The growth on TikTok is so random and sporadic. You're, I'm just like looking at it like, it, excuse me, wow. I think what baffles me a little bit is even if I was to use a platform like that, which doesn't really apply much to my art, how would I, Speaking. how would I redirect that traffic? Like, how would it, how would spending that time on there really benefit me? That's the only, if I could make that somehow or make it. Well, worth you my can time. link other socials. So, like on your profile you actually have a spot for you to link like your instagram and other things um i've seen true. artists use it to do speed paintings you could speed paint other tiktokers and duet them while oh. you like show the speed paint you could that's interesting i didn't know you could it, use it like that i didn't think I yeah could so so i've seen there. artists on there um i've seen a lot of people start on there and then become cosplayers <laughs> um, oh my <laughs> Um, you could use your elves to your benefit there. Oh yeah. By the way, people, <laughs> we've gone two hours and have even talked about the fact that Silas A here draws wonderful elf girls and ladies in general. And oh, carbs. <laughs> I, I think I'm actually going to commission her to draw a guy just to challenge her. I don't know if she'll oh, do it, man. but I'm going I can. to do it. I, I actually, I have painted, um, dudes before, but ladies have always kind of been my thing and I've noticed especially as I spend more and more time on social media that it's important to kind of niche down and whenever I post a painting of a dude 
it definitely doesn't get the same sort of traction as my ladies. And I don't know if that's because my audience knows that I paint fantasy elves, fantasy ladies, whatever, you know, whatever I draw, or if my, <laughs> if I just really need practice drawing dudes, but yeah, there's always a better response when I put out a, a painting of a lady. <laughs> You're like, I can't tell if my art is bad or. <laughs> <laughs> or is content bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But that's not to say that I, that I can't do it or I won't do it. I just, you know, have a preference for ladies. I think that's like a majority of the internet when it comes to art, interestingly. And cosplaying. Yes. Yeah. Except TikTok. Actually, There's a whole thing with like gender bend on TikTok, and I'm not quite sure where that came from either. TikTok's oh, really? a weird, interesting place. And I feel like I need to spend more time on this platform because I have no idea how you're, how it works. The ins and outs. You're going to start. This is how it's going to go. You're going to like download <laughs> it on like a Tuesday night or like a Monday afternoon after stream. <laughs> and then. Tuesday morning, you're going to wake up thinking you're studying the platform, but you end up just scrolling through a bunch of stuff, liking a bunch of people, following a bunch of people, not posting anything. And then on Wednesday, when you go to stream, you're like, holy crap, I have to stream in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, Carbs, this is for science, okay? This is totally not yeah, me. Sure. <laughs> studying <laughs> just like my just like my poll on twitter today was for science when i asked about the shell <laughs> yep for science <laughs> sometimes you just gotta ask the weird questions i mean weird questions are the best questions in my opinion and they're very unconventional and it follows brands so very like i'm brand. half tempted to make a shirt that now says with or without shell oh my god you should <laughs> or or say shell or nah like I'm like depending on like I'm like trying to figure out the phrasing like how do I want this to sound like whatever whatever works best in the design I think you and could, I'm also half I'm also half tempted to like you know like put like a Koopa shell on there from like Mario like shell or no oh man but, but you'd like make a whole new meme out of it yeah and that's the issue is like I'm not trying to create a whole new meme I'm trying to like like should I put a shell around a donut or you know it up also i like donuts what's up <laughs> dude donuts oh dream hack i have a story for everyone including you um speaking of donuts so what was it sunday morning no saturday morning you know i i said we got there with a lot of time before everything started and we're standing in front of the rocket league area and it's uh my friend patrick and i and he goes, is that Krispy Kreme? And I literally, like, without missing a beat, go, where? And <laughs> I turn my head looking around. And he goes, he points, like, in a general direction. I'm like, it looks like Krispy Kreme. And he, like, keeps saying, oh, that's Krispy Kreme. That's Krispy Kreme. We, like, start walking towards it. This fucking stand <laughs> is a pizza place. Oh no, what a disappointment. And it literally I mean, had like the green and like red text and like it was like a Krispy Kreme, like it literally looked like Krispy Kreme from afar. And I was like, You bastard, you got my hopes oh, up man. so much. That that's the dark side of me is when I, I cuss at my friends and I go, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he completely misled you. Now was it 
him that misled you or was it the the logo? I think it was both. <laughs> I think it was him going, that's Krispy Kreme, and me going, yes, that must be Krispy Kreme because association with colors and the literal, it looked like, you know, like the, the rectangle and like the lettering. And I was like, I don't want pizza right now at 10 o'clock in the morning. I want donuts. I want sugary substance. Oh, donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Is today the 7th? Do you know what today is? Today's the 6th. Oh. Do you know what tomorrow is? Uh, <laughs> National Donut Day. Oh, well, hey. That is definitely Krispy not Kreme is having free donut day. Oh, man. I don't know so, if there's a Krispy Kreme near us. Um, also, I'm like I'm kind sorry. of sort of on a diet. <laughs> rip rip yeah. my diet. <laughs> but what's one donut? I mean, just one donut. I suppose. Yeah, but, but let's be real. One donut always turns into like a dozen <laughs> that lasts like a week, thankfully. <laughs> so you know what they do down here? And I'm mad that they don't do this up in Virginia. And what's I don't that? know if they do it at other Krispy Kremes. They give you a free donut when the hot and ready sign isn't like on like when you oh, walk really? into Krispy Kreme and the hot and ready sign is on they'll give you a free donut while you're in line I actually didn't know that and I am so mad that that was never a thing in, up in Virginia you know how many times I was up in line with that hot and ready sign on? <laughs> <laughs> you were like I am hot and ready <laughs> <laughs> I am ready for these donuts and I am hot thinking about I mean wait <laughs> Oh, that is too funny. So that donut design that's on that shirt, by the way, is one of the first designs I did on my iPad when I got it. Oh, nice. I love it. Yeah, I think it's it's awesome. And you know me. I, I love food. But to have a colorful donut on my shirt is like A+. Plus. <laughs> You're like, this is my now all-time favorite thing. I <laughs> yeah. be thinking about donuts every time. That's also another reason why I think I put the donuts on the back because secretly I knew if I put them on the front, I would get hungry looking down at my shirt. So. Yeah, I wondered about that a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I... Oh, you blinked out. Oh, I said, I wondered about the placement of the donut, but then after a while, I was like, you know what? I think back. <laughs> also, I, I mean, because, yeah, every time, you, every time you look in the mirror, you would see the donut on the front if it was on the front. And then yeah, you'd and be like, hey, I want a donut. <laughs> it's also to, like, get people's attentions, attention and then kind of, like, look at the shirt. So. Yeah, yeah. Good design. You know, I like, like I'm, it. I'm trying to think marketing here. I'm trying to get people to ask questions and be interactive. Yeah. And... I'm excited to show it on stream, and I think that uh, having a giveaway will be really fun for everybody. And I think what you're doing here is really awesome, and it feels it feels very uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for cozy it's like a like you said before we started just like a natural conversation and it's very welcoming and i really want more people to come and see what you do as well so i think the giveaway will add some hype and sometimes it's all about just informing people you know because if they don't know about a thing how can they enjoy it so i, I don't know how to accept your compliments thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you is just fine <laughs> i am horrible see, now, with receiving compliments like i just kind of like sit there and go mm-hmm thank you <laughs> gosh i i'm the same way too like when it happens when it happens on stream i'm just like oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's I like mean, you're I like very much appreciate it but but see at least you have a reaction like me i'm like 
I don't want to seem fake in my reaction, but I'm really, really <laughs> thankful right now. Just to keep breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. In, out. In, out. So, hey, sometimes that's all it takes. I actually, so this notebook that I'm holding, I actually have um, a note here from when I first got this notebook. Mm -hmm. And if I, hold on, flip the page. Hold on, have to get through the stuff. 04, so April, or maybe that's 12. How did I do my dates? <laughs> hold on. Get it nope, together, this is, this is December. This is December. <laughs> December 2015. I had created an idea for a website that dealt with artists and t-shirts. This is how long this idea has been in my head. Like, and it's been in my head longer than that. So like it, to be able to start doing it is really exciting. Um, to finally have like a name that I, I want to use is really exciting. Um, I don't know. It, it's really, I'm, I'm really excited to be doing the giveaway. Cause like you're one of the first creators I'm working with to do the giveaway and to like get my name out there. Um, also marketing's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I'm on, I'm going, maybe I do need to start a line of credit just to market. Like, <laughs> well, the, the beauty of social media is that you can, as long as you know what you're doing, you can market yourself pretty well. And, but it, it definitely helps to get, get a foot in the door, right. And get a little mm -hmm. bit of help. And like I said before, everyone on Twitch grows because we help each other. And I'm totally happy to, to be here, me spending this time with you and uh, not only getting to know you better, but also letting my community get to know you better. So, so this, this was, this was nothing. I was totally happy to come on and hang out with you. One thing we're going to have to do. We're going to have to, this is going to sound weird, but for the people listening right now, this is just going to sound like a bunch of nonsense. But anyways, after the podcast, we have to record a section because we got to promote your 24 hour stream. And I don't oh, okay. want that to be at the end of the episode. So you got it. Yeah, we can. Oh boy. Well, you're the editing master here. Oh Works no no we're, we're we're still we're still working on the episode we're we're still talking okay uh, gotcha. we gotcha. are at the end we are near the end but um so you know we've talked about where's my notes we've talked about the history of Silas A. we've talked about June Quest traveling we've talked about communities we're talk we've talked about so much in this two hour time frame um we have a tradition here um. First of all, I would like to say that Silas A has an amazing Twitch channel, uh, and I'll let her link all those, and then I'll put them down or in the description. Wherever you guys look at the description, you'll see them there. But she has a 24-hour stream coming up on the 14th of June, 2019, at 10, no, 6 p.m.? When, when does it start? I completely forgot. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. See, I was right yeah. at Eastern time. 10 p.m. Easter time on June 14th, 2019. She is starting a 24-hour stream for her June quest. So with that plug there, we're still going to have to do another one. But <laughs> uh, I wanted to first let you in on a little tradition. Uh, 
I have a thing where I ask people to ask a question to everybody on here. So that way the people who are listening can answer it in the Discord, can answer it on our social medias. I generally allow them to answer it on any social media of mine, any post of mine, or to even DM me. So I don't know if that same rule applies for you or if you'd just rather them leave it with me and then I'll relay the information to you. One day somebody um, will answer these questions, I promise. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to relay the info, my get kind of crazy so i wouldn't say hop in mine but if if you get the info and they you know some viewers have questions i would absolutely love to answer them so sill do you have the tradition is is you have to ask a question for me or for the people listening so what is your one questioning to all of us here at unconventional geek oh boy oh wow way to put me on the spot <laughs> um this is I why guess, i like this <laughs> i guess this this would probably apply to you and most others listening. Um, but what would your what would you say your biggest challenge that the biggest challenge you had to overcome in order to accept yourself as a creator? If that makes sense. For me? <laughs> yeah. It's getting over that dark side of saying that my art is garbage, that I can't draw. It was getting over that imposter yeah. syndrome and just the doing mind. it. Yeah, the mindset. I will go full Shia LaBeouf in saying that I just had to do it. So yeah. <laughs> 2016-ish, I want to say it was 2016, maybe 15, I started vlogging on a YouTube channel. Um, I had wanted to do it because one of, my, one of the people that I used to follow on YouTube, Casey Neinstadt, had started vlogging, and I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But I was I was taken away by the way that he introduced it. He was doing it to challenge himself to be creative. So I had I was still getting over, like, some mental mentality from, like, a breakup um, from, like, the longest relationship I ever had. So, like, I was messed up for, like, a year. Like, or at least I felt messed up, you know? Like, there was nothing wrong with me. It's just, like, the mentality of feeling like something was wrong with me, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So I started vlogging and I just stuck to like a daily schedule. It was also thankful that I also got into a relationship a little bit before then to like, it gave me like more boost, to, if that makes sense. Like it gave me like a, like, okay, I'm not total garbage, you know? So like, it kind of like got me over that one hump of, you know, the whole relationship mentality and then like, vlogging I got a camera one of my first like some of my first vlogs were done from like my phone like I got a new phone and I was like all right now that I have this phone I'm doing a vlog I'm using my phone I'm using the tools that I have yeah I, I, I bought some people are afraid to do that and I I understand that the feeling because I'm a snob when it comes to quality like I want my stuff to be like top notch or as as much as it can be besides like I want me to be the limitation, not the hardware, if that makes sense. Like, I want to improve myself, so I don't want the hardware to be the reason why I fail, or at least yeah. feel like I fail. Yeah. So as a creator, I think those were, like, the biggest things. Like, you know, getting over the, the toxicity of putting myself down. That's a big and, one. And needing to feel like I needed the best hardware. So. And I, I, think, I think you're on the right track now. <laughs> uh, at least your attitude in our community 
Definitely shows I, that. It's definitely helped. So, like, you, um, another creator that goes by Shel, uh, Shelzy's Shelsey, Doodles, um, Prestizies helped, um, just, like, different communities. Foxfire has helped, just, like, the positive attitude. Like, yeah. And a couple books, not really books, just kind of, like, more mentality, like, kind of, like, got me back into, like, my entrepreneurial creative self. You know, like all these ideas started coming to me, more artistic stuff started coming to me. So I'm a programmer, so I don't really get to be artistic in that sense. Um, I think code is its own art. It, in it a way. is, but it's also very analytical. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. So being able to create stuff again feels amazing. So like I, I went through a little period where I was like, I'm not a creator. I, I won't create. And then like I've overcome that. I can now use a Wacom tablet and not feel like a total, like, I need to see it underneath me. Like, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, when I first joined your stream, I was like, uh, I, I said that I was getting an iPad or something because I needed to see it underneath. Maybe yeah. I didn't. I don't know if no, I No, I remember that. Wrong, but, yeah. But then, like, after I got the iPad and realized that I could do it digitally, I somebody was, like, making fun of me or they were like, they, they weren't making fun of me. They were just, you know, like teasing me about not using the perfectly good Wacom tablet that I have at home. <laughs> um, and so I was like, fine, I'll, I'll connect it and I'll learn it. And I just sat down and started doing things. And I followed some tutorials where they're like, draw circles. And just I drew quarter size circles and mapped it and got the pressure. And I still have a lot of work to do. Don't get me wrong. Like my lines are still not as nice as I want them to be. And I don't think they're as nice as they would be if I had, like, a display tablet. But anyways, I, I answered your question. Now I'm getting off track. But <laughs> You're fine. I'm, I'm glad that you were able to overcome. And I'm glad that we get to share in what you do now. I think that's, that's the best part. And I think, I'm, I think you mentioned this earlier, but sometimes that, that struggle and that challenge makes you better. So yes. you are who you are because of that. So here is the part where, you know, I'm, if you've, I'm pretty sure you already answered that question actually um, earlier. I think I asked something kind of like that. So, unless you Oh, about the by the challenge? Yeah. Yeah, um, it was, well, specifically in art. Yeah, definitely. The, that's a big one. That's one I think everybody should spend a lot of time on, a lot of time studying. So. I actually have one question before you go or before we sure. get like your socials and stuff, not your social security, but your, you know, your, your, <laughs> yeah, we're not that one out today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Maybe next time guys. Yeah. Next um, time. <laughs> but while you were traveling, did you ever think about like doing a vlog or doing some type of blog or some type of travel stuff like from your travels? Actually? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Karn and I, Karn and I considered doing something like that, but the startup, you know, everything's harder. It's so hard to start, right? So the, the seed of the idea was in our brain, but we never got the momentum to get it going. And we had all the tools. We had a GoPro. We were ready to go ahead with YouTube. Um, you know, I already had a following that we could share this stuff with, and but it just never got off the ground. And I think maybe if we ever did it again, we might do something like that. But I'm not sure. I'm totally peer pressuring y'all if you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, just do it. 
it is one thing to consider if if we do travel again and I want streaming to continue, which I absolutely will. Um, but the streams could possibly evolve into going on these adventures, on these travels with us, like we used to do. But, but it was you, definitely if challenging. You don't do live because streaming. We didn't... Sorry, sorry. Continue. What's that? No, no. Continue. Sorry. Um, I was just gonna say it was definitely a challenge to stream while on the road because we had very unreliable internet, and honestly, that's probably one of <laughs> one of the reasons we stopped traveling was because it made our jobs very hard, and we mm -hmm. spent so much time on the internet that. You know, we couldn't play games. We couldn't browse the internet. We couldn't watch Netflix. We couldn't watch Netflix carbs. <laughs> oh, no. Especially, yeah, like, when was. you got to, like, West Texas and, like, the Midwest yeah, area. Yeah, there's, like, nothing to do. It's like, well, I guess I'll go play with this rattlesnake outside. <laughs> I know, right? Go fight the mountain lions. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I have a story about that, actually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fight a mountain lion, but when I first moved to San Antonio, I went on this hike and I was vlogging while I was on this hike, but I was like, I need to go out and do something by myself. So I went on this hike and after I get down from like this hike three hours later, um, I read the sign and it was like, make sure you go in pairs of twos or, you know, like a group so you can like scare off the mountain lions and whatnot. And I just go, oh my God. glad I read that now. <laughs> oh my God. Was the sign facing the wrong way or what? No, like I just didn't pay attention to the sign because I was like ready to start vlogging and get on this one path. And, you know, I was new to the park and eh, so. Dang, I just well, I'm don't glad read. nothing happened to you. So <laughs> I, I maybe, think. Maybe there's a lesson in there. <laughs> I think vlogging saved my life, to be honest. I mean, let's be real. I was talking to the camera the whole time. The mountain lion was like, what the heck is with this dude talking to a camera? Um, he probably <laughs> thought the camera was another person, if said mountain lion existed. Yeah, if, if. Um, <laughs> I forgot where I was going before that. Oh, what I was going to say is if you don't end up doing live streams on your next adventure, I will volunteer to do some editing, not all your editing, but some editing for your travel vlogs. Oh yeah, of course. If we if we ever do that, hopefully at, by that point, you know, I'll have money to to pay you to help me. So the only reason I don't ask for help now is because I know it's a lot of work and I hate to not pay someone for their time. I just I, let me throw money at you. I just don't have money right now. <laughs> but like that's even like me. I have friends who could probably help me with like my social media and stuff. And I just because I don't have anything, I'm like I. I don't want to ask for help. I, I can't ask you for help. <laughs> like, you know, because well, you want to support them and you don't want to ask for freebies, but you, you kind of need advice at the same time. And I don't know. Well, I think sometimes, I mean, as long as you're not, you know, every question or everything you ask for is like every other week, you're like, oh, hey, and this, like, you know, friends help friends. And if you, if, I mean, if you need anything social media related, you can always ask me too. I feel like I know a little bit enough to share. <laughs> your social media is always popping. I's just saying like your your That's Twitter's always I'm... got some nice threads. That's just because I'm always posting. I need some days I'm like, man, do I spend Twitter? I think I might. Too much Twitter tweeting. <laughs> um, too many tweets. <laughs> so uh, I guess now that we've diverged so much, but anyways, <laughs> uh, right now you can say all your socials. Um, the wonderful Silas A, everyone. 
Oh, just, thank just you, Carves. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me on my biggest ones are going to be Twitch, uh, Patreon, and Twitter. But you can also find me on Instagram, ArtStation, DeviantArt, basically any of the art platforms. Uh, and my name is the same across all platforms, so there's no confusion. Um, but my the one I'm trying to grow at the moment is my Twitch, and that's twitch.tv slash Silas A, S-Y-L-E-S-S-A-E. If you want to come hang out, we have fun. We do goofy things and draw pretty ladies. <laughs> With lemons. With lemons, yes. All the under lemons. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain that to you guys. You guys can figure you it out. You have to... Yeah, you have to come to the stream if you want to know what what the under lemons are. I will happily explain it to you. I feel like the people who listen probably already <laughs> like could just. I know. Out. Yeah, they're they're probably people who are going to be coming for my and they'll have a little giggle when they. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all right. Let's wrap this up and move on with the show. Thank you guys okay. for stopping in. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say thank you for having me. This this was awesome. I've never done this before, so. I know. Maybe we'll we'll see you on, like, Jimmy Kimmel next or, you know, like, <laughs> Conan or somewhere, and you'll be, like, doing live speed paintings or something. Yeah, right. Oh, man, the pressure. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Carbs. This has been really fun. Yeah, no problem. All right, thank you guys for stopping in and listening to this episode of Unconventional Geek. Like always, we like to have you guys listen till the end, but we are a part of the But Why Though Community podcast group, a geek community where they have several other podcasts, several different news articles about different games and new, different games and other geek-related stuff. Also, you can find our podcast over at PodCoin where you can get paid for listening to this podcast. And if you sign up today using code UNCONVENTIONAL, you will get 300 PodCoin, which you can exchange for an Amazon gift card. Ooh, like I'm always, to get in on that. <laughs> stay <laughs> unconventional. Bye, everyone.